Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 865, air date January 27th, 2021. Uh, my Periscope and my Facebook channels. And then, um, so anyway, hi everyone on Periscope, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm about to start my interview with one of the leading Polish TV stations. They did an interview back in March, right? You guys did an interview back in March, but let's go ahead. All right then. Um, okay. Okay, we yeah we can start. So just give us yeah five seconds in a week. Um, okay. So everyone um, logging in. Uh, someone said they're Polish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of people yeah. from Poland in the United States here, particularly in the Midwest of this country. But I think we're gonna. I think what we talked about is we're gonna talk about back in March how I predicted different things, and then what I see is future predictions and hopefully how people can also do this on your own because I think it's important for people to start learning a systems approach to looking at the world. Are we ready? So we're waiting for our uh, people. So we have people uh, from uh, Thailand, uh, we have people from all over the world logging in here. Good to have everyone. How are we doing there, John, on Instagram world? I dzisiaj wywiad, o który walczyłem bardzo długo z panem, którego znacie bardzo dobrze. Po drugiej stronie internetu jest ze mną doktor inżynier Shiva Ayuderai. Uh, hello, sir. Hello again in Polish TV w Realu 24. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. I think it was back in March when we spoke, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. And uh, you, you did a tremendous success. You become, uh, you became a very popular person in uh, uh, in Poland, but Doctor, just give me, let me talk like a one minute more in Polish and then I come back to you and ask you first question, okay? Okay, cool. Okay, szybko powiem, podziękuję wam za to, że jesteście z nami. First question is, like you just mentioned, around 12, 11 months ago, I did the first interview with you. And uh, remember, you told us about vaccines, you told us about pandemic, you told us about everything. And it all turned out right, the truth. So my first question is, do you have, are you some kind of prophet or you have the ability to see the future? Well, look, uh, I have always been able to see the future because I've done the hard work. You know, when I was a 14-year-old kid, you know, I created the first email system. There's a very interesting document I wrote when I was 16 years old. I saw it about a couple of years ago. And I said, you know, email will be bigger probably than the light bulb. And I wrote that when I was 16. It's a very interesting, I mean, I wrote it a little more eloquently, but it was interesting to see why I, as a 16-year-old kid, I could see that. Uh, when I went on to, you know, in March, when I shared the fact that, I think the tweet that I put out that went, went viral all over the world was that I believe this fear-mongering hoax, which is referring to the pandemic, will go down in history as one of the most, um, uh, the ways to suppress dissent, which is censorship, right? Uh, destroy economies, and then essentially to uh, promote mandated medicine. We've seen all that come out. So why is it that I've been able to do that? And I think many people are interested in this is because uh, when you are actually in the trenches doing the work, you know, as a biological engineer, as a scientist, as an engineer who builds software, um, you're no different than pretty much any common person who's working at something. Uh, 
Um, anyone who's down in the trenches actually using their hands and their mind doing stuff can see things 20 years out or five years out. The people who can't see it are the lawyers or the politicians or the celebrities or all the people who frankly don't do a lot of work. They basically uh, don't do anything tangible in the world. Everything they do is more theatrics and drama. So I think, you know, I, I, I'll take credit for what I've been able to do, but I can tell you it comes from a lot of hard work, but more importantly, taking a systems approach to looking at the world. There is a physics, there are scientific principles come from what's called system science. And I'm a system scientist fundamentally. A system scientist basically doesn't, you know the old story of the elephant? There's a very old story of the king who brings an elephant into his court and he brings six blind men to touch the elephant. And each of the blind men have a very different view of the elephant. One guy who touches a tusk thinks it's a spear. The guy who touches a tail thinks it's a brush. The guy who touches the foot thinks it's a, uh, oak tree and so on, right? Because they're blind and they're seeing different pieces, but a systems approach is where you look at the whole thing. So that's what I do, be it, in any, be it from the invention of email to inventing Cytosol to election uh, fraud that we've talked about. When you start connecting the pieces, you can actually see the whole picture. And you know, uh, for many, many years, I've taught a course that I used to teach at MIT. I've taught all over the world, but more recently, What's come about is I feel that most people um, can get easily uh, brainwashed and controlled by people. This celebrity or that celebrity or this politician or that politician eat Burger King today, eat McDonald's tomorrow because the advertisers are so good at manipulating people. So every Monday nights I've started teaching a course. It's called Foundations of Systems. And my goal is to get around 50,000 people all over the world trained. And in three hours, I can teach them around 50 years worth of uh, scientific knowledge in a very nice way. And then our goal is to build a leadership all over the world of truth, freedom, and health warriors. So it's very easy. People can go to our website, VA Shiva, Victor Alpha Shiva, or Victory America Shiva.com slash join. And it's, you know, anyone can get access to videos. But the most important thing is, we need to educate people. There is a nuclear physics, there's a nuclear science to understanding how the world works. And the educational system doesn't teach people that. So I'm able to do this because I interconnect things and I take a systems approach, but mo most importantly, I work pretty hard at it. No different than most hardworking people, be it in Poland or America, anywhere. Mm -hmm. Doctor, we have a so-called pandemic and now they try to put in us the so-called vaccine, which uh, um, not even scientists, but the normal people have a lot of doubts about it. How you can comment on that? Well, look, um, I think, you know, I've done many, many videos to educate people again on the immune system. So when you take a systems approach, people can start making decisions for themselves. And in fact, they can start educating many of these doctors. Most doctors, do not study medicine from a system standpoint. This is why systems thinking is so important. Most doctors go to medical school for four years, maybe in Poland at six years, right, right after high school, and they are just whipped into learning something in a very uh, uh, robotic way. So they don't ever get to see the whole body as a system. This is what's unfortunate. A lot of good doctors, but they don't get to, so most doctors don't even know the immune system. If you go to a do most doctors and say, can you tell me the interferon system? They'll look at you like they don't even know what you're talking about. 
can you tell me the relationship between the microbiome and the neuro neural system? They don't really know what, um, what you're talking about. So I spent years of my life studying the immune system. In fact, I'm considered one of the leading guys in the world. You know, I've separate from the four degrees at MIT, my research has been in this field for many, many years. In, in fact, the year in 2019, I was invited by the National Science Foundation to give the lecture on the immune system. National Science, to give, in fact, it was an invited lecture. It was a very prestigious thing to be invited by the United States National Science Foundation. I talked about the fact that the immune system is not just simply the immune system that's in your eyes, your throat, what they call the innate immune system, or is it just the adaptive immune system, the immune system which creates antibodies? Those are only two boxes. There are at least three other subsystems, the microbiome, all the bacteria in your body, the viruses in your body. We're around 60 trillion bacteria, 380 trillion viruses. And then we have the interferon system, which is an amazing system, which no one talks about. It's a part of your body that actually waits for a virus to come. It wants a virus and it creates many, many other molecules which interfere not only with that virus, but many other viruses. So what that means is the body is very resilient. It wants to be you know, open to dirt and dust and all these things. And it's supposed to get strong by tuning the immune system, okay? So that's the reality. So when you look at vaccines and you go to the history of vaccines, what is a vaccine? What is a vaccine? Well, in the old days in ancient traditions, be it in China or India or Africa, let's say one village member had some, let's say some virus, they would actually, or let's say smallpox, they would get the pus of that person and they would make a little incision, it's called variolation, and they would put that pus on the other person, but they took the entire thing. It's no different than someone sneezing on someone. In many, many cultures and farms, if one animal had you know, some flu, they would have the animal sneeze into something and they'd give it to the others, you see? Um, in China, they would do a technique where they would take the pus and they would shoot it up someone's nose. Point is, they were giving the whole virus. You follow what I'm saying? So this was basically exposing the person. And, you know, when I was growing up, we had the chicken pox parties, right? Everyone got together. Because the idea was that you expose people and you get inoculated. So a very interesting study came out um, many years, several years ago, I think in 2015, which showed that they took three groups of families, the people who had dogs, who had no dogs, and the people who had dogs which went inside and outside, okay? Some dogs just stayed inside. They found the families, the kids, especially if the mother is pregnant, before the baby's born all the way to one year of age, the kids who were exposed to dogs which went in and out, which means they were bringing in a lot of dirt, had nearly 40% less ear infections, okay? Much less need for antibiotics, which means that the immune system during the early stage wants to be exposed, okay? And when you get exposed, it gets stronger. This is the truth about the immune system. This is no, this is just scientific fact, okay? Cultures have known this for years. Now, when vaccines came, vaccines were an attempt to recreate this natural phenomenon in a man-made way, right? So what they did was instead of letting people hang out and, you know, uh, interact and, you know, get inoculated by human contact, they said, we're going to create a dead end, you know, an attenuated form of that virus, which means something that's weaker, and then add a bunch of other chemicals and inject it into you, right? Basically, they're trying to simulate nature. 
Well, the problem is that nature is a lot smarter than we are, okay? And when you try to simulate these things, um, you have to go through safety testing and risk assessment. But the problem is vaccines are not treated the same as a pharmaceutical drug. Pharmaceutical drugs in the United States, at least, take at least 13 years, 13 years to go through the process. You know, you do test tubes, then you do some animal studies, then you test on humans, phase one, phase two, phase three. Vaccines don't need, are not treated like a drug, so they can go through much faster, quote unquote, safety training. You follow? So the situation is what you find out when you study the immune system is one size does not fit all. One si You're different than me. What you need may be very different than me. So to tell everyone they should get the same medicine is anti-science. In fact, starting in 2003, in the United States, a new scientific field got created called systems biology. And systems biology said that we need to have precision and personalized medicine, which means the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Okay? One size does not fit all. So telling everyone they, they, they should go this certain way is frankly anti-science, right? So the issue with vaccines is not whether you're pro-vax or anti-vax. The real question is the right medicine for the right person at the right time. That's so we don't we always get caught in this left right pro anti narrative. Right. And those in power like that because everyone's fighting against each other and you never go to the heart of the truth. The truth is that the right medicine for the right person at the right time. If I've played in dirt all my life and I have a lot of immunity, why should I even be taking these vaccines or shouldn't we be interacting with each other? Now, the problem that they have is that they've created a world of people with compromised immune systems. There are a lot of people that are overweight. There are a lot of people that smoke. There's a lot of people that have diabetes, high blood pressure. These things are risks, right? So those risks are the reason that when someone gets infected, you know, when a virus is around, their bodies are not strong enough to react back to that. In fact, they overreact and the body starts attacking itself. It's called a cytokine response. So instead of addressing that issue, the goal is to tell everyone to get the same medicine, right? So it's basically anti-science when the real issue is we should be boosting these people's immune systems, vitamin D, vitamin A, vitamin C, iodine, zinc, quercetin. These things are known immune boosters. So the issue with vaccines is not pro-vax or anti-vax. It's a systems question, right? Right medicine for the right person at the right time. You don't put the same fuel you do in a Ferrari in an SUV. You don't put the same fuel you put in a jet engine as you do into a car, right? Very different kinds of things. They all have an engine. Um, you just want to cancel it, John? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's the issue. People, we, we need to understand that right medicine for the right person at the right time. All right. Okay, let's talk about politics. Uh, I want to ask you because we have a different kind of news from United States after the elections. What really happened now? What are really happening now? And how you judge the whole situation with the um, election fraud, Trump uh, not taking another four years in the White House? How do you see that? Well, look, uh, again, if you take a systems approach here, this is why people need to, you know, I... Uh, in September 1, as you know, I ran for United States Senate. And we have still not conceded our election because we know that the real issue here is on the United States voting machines. There's two ways you can vote in the United States. 
One is with a paper ballot, right? You, you take a paper, like, you know, and you fill in the ballot, right? Right there, you see the ballot there, you fill in someone's name, et cetera. And it's paper and someone physically can counts it, hand counted paper ballots. The other way is you take this paper and you put it in a machine. The machine, like, like you just did, takes a picture of the ballot, which is called a ballot image. And then that ballot image is analyzed by the computer's software, by its AI, okay? The computer says, oh, I see a dot there for John. I see a dot there for Shiva. It says one vote for John, one vote for Shiva. The computer is analyzing not the paper. It's analyzing the ballot image. Is that clear? So there's two ways yeah. ballots are tabulated, the physical paper or the ballot image, okay? Well, in September of 2020, I won in the county, which had 80 to 90% hand counted paper ballots by 10 points. And in every other county, I lost 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40. Okay. And what I, it took me a while to figure this out again, because I'm a systems guy. I'm an engineer. It took me a while to learn that in these voting systems, when they do electronic voting, there is a feature. Everyone should listen carefully, a feature on the voting systems called the weighted race feature, weighted race. So if you got a hundred votes, I got a hundred votes and I want you to win, I could multiply your votes by two, 2.1. So you get 2,100 votes. Multiply my votes by 0.6. So I get 60 votes, you follow? It is yeah. a quote unquote a feature. So the heart of the issue is why is this feature even in these systems? Why do they put such a feature in these systems? So that means it's not one person, one vote. You know, in 1787 in the United States and up until, you know, 1800s, late, even 1964, a black person could become three-fifths of a human being. In, in, in the United States original constitution that was called the Three-Fifths Compromise, a black person was treated as only 60% of a human being, okay? 60%. So what we have today with these electronic voting machines, the fact that that feature exists, which means all my voters or my votes could be, in fact, we discovered my votes were multiplied by 0.666, okay? Two thirds. That means all my voters were two thirds of a human being. So you don't really have democracy as long as that feature exists. So what I've said is we need to go to one person, one vote, which is what the original goal was, against slavery, one person, one vote. So with these electronic voting machines, my argument is we all could be slaves, okay? So now what happened with Trump was in November, now so between September to October to November, I, was, I had already discovered this, I had filed two lawsuits and both of them right now, they have not been dismissed, big victory. In fact, in the first lawsuit, we found out that the Secretary of State of Massachusetts contacted Twitter to shut me down for 21 days when I exposed the fact that the government was deleting the ballot images, which is the ballots. They don't save the ballot images. And in the other lawsuit, I've asked for decertification. Both those lawsuits, the judge did not dismiss us. He also gave me a victory, another victory in the first one, where he told the Secretary of State, you cannot contact Twitter to shut down Shiva anymore. It was an order he issued. Big victory. Trump didn't do the right thing, frankly. Trump had very stupid lawyers, okay? He, I don't even know if he wanted to win the election fraud thing, frankly. That's my conclusion now. 
because I did my cases without any lawyers. I did it on my own. I represented myself in court. I'm not a lawyer. Okay. And I've already gotten two victories. Trump spent a lot of money on lawyers. They raised $300 million, but they didn't go at the, the real crime scene, which is the electronic voting machines using computer algorithms. They were going after mail-in ballots and this and that. That's not the real issue. That's that's a symptom. The real issue is the uh, computer voting algorithm. So what we have done is to really talk about that issue. Um, and we have also been exposing both the left and the right. The left talks about voter suppression. The right talks about mail-in ballots, but they don't wanna go at the real issue. Do you know why? Because both parties have been both parties are criminals. Republicans and Democrats are both criminals. They yeah. both have been using computer algorithms, both of them. And they don't want to talk about that. So they want to talk about other issues. Look, the Republican National Committee, the Trump Committee and the White House all called me. OK, in November, because I did I exposed what happened in Michigan and then they contacted me and I said, help me give me data. I can expose the whole thing. They never gave me any data because all the Trump people were starting to follow me on Twitter and I was addressing the real issue, I think they were afraid that we were gonna bring out the real issue and they would really have to fight it. They were fighting, in my opinion, a fake election fraud. And at the end of the day, Trump said he was not gonna concede, he conceded, right? He said, I'm not gonna concede, he conceded. He said he was gonna lock up Hillary, he did nothing to her, nothing. We're headed for forced vaccinations. We have mask mandates. We have censorship, et cetera. So my analysis, and I think this will be proven to be right. Here's my analysis, uh, is what really happened was this. Starting in 2008, the bankers knew that they had created a fake economy in the world. Look, if I'm, I'm a small business person, I run many new entrepreneurial businesses. I have to actually produce revenue, right? Or I'm out of business, right? Yes. But big companies don't need to make revenue. They can manipulate the stock market. They get loans, corporate bonds. Those loans, the interest rates have been kept artificially low for, for these big real estate developers, right? They keep the, the yeah. interest rates low and they've been artificially low. The interest rate should really be about seven or 8% right now. So in 2008, when the economy crashed, what did Obama do? He didn't help the poor blacks, poor whites. He helped the big bankers. He saved them, right? They basically, quote unquote, printed money. In fact, made up money. They just put money in their bank accounts, right? Made it up. So since then, since 2008, the globalists in power wanted to centralize currency. What they actually want to do is they want to make everything go digital. So if your currency, if, if you don't have any physical cash, it's all digital. His is cash, I mean, digital minds is digital. Everyone listening is digital. Here's the problem. Let's say they don't like you tomorrow. You're off, you're done. PayPal cuts you off, your bank cuts you off. In fact, what they're starting to do is they're starting to track where you travel on the internet. People are building social scores. China's already done it, right? China is basically a test bed for how to oppress people. So in China, they watch where you go, your social credit score, and you're not allowed to travel. That's what they want to do. So the goal here is to centralize banking. So my theory on this, when I put it all together, is that this pandemic wasn't because of Trump. That's what people say. This pandemic was planned a long time ago. Why? It, it wasn't the pandemic. It was an instrument.
in order to do a reset of the economy. They needed to lock down the global economy, Poland, India, China, Australia, everywhere. Why? Because they needed to shut down small businesses. Small businesses were actually growing. The big businesses couldn't keep up with the small businesses. So, which means the interest rates were gonna grow, which means the big businesses would, are gonna be out of business. So they did a global lockdown. The lockdown was planned before Hillary Clinton. And I, I wanna argue this and I want people to think about this. Which group of people throughout the world are the biggest threat to th those in power? Which group? Who do you think is the, the biggest? Huh? The bankers? No, who is the biggest threat to the bankers? All right, the bankers. Yeah, which group of people throughout the, people. the, the people. But which people? Which people? But which people in particular? The most dangerous. I would argue the United States working class. Why? Because uh, they have the second amendment in the United States. In the United States, working people here, America has more weapons than all the military of the world, okay? Working people are armed to the teeth. They have the second amendment. So if they were gonna do a lockdown, let's say I owned a gym, I owned a small gas station, and most of these people are conservatives. They're, you know, right, you know, more right leaning. If they knew Hillary was power and Hillary was going to do all these lockdowns and shutdowns, there would have been a serious problem for the elites in the United States, right? Because they would have said, I'm going to fight against Hillary. But with Trump in power, everyone waited. Everyone waited and waited and waited, right? Oh, the Q trusts the plan. Trump is a Trump. Trump is a genius. He plays ninth dimensional chess. Nothing happened four years. The working class just waited for Trump to do something. And most of the working class were Republicans or conservatives. So Trump was perfect. So if you believe elections are fraudulent, why do we think the 2016 election wasn't fraudulent? So my hypothesis is Trump was put in power because we have selections. We don't have elections. We have selections. Trump was needed to ensure the reset could take place. The lockdown could occur without people rising up. If Hillary was in power, people would have risen up. With Trump in power, no one did anything. We all waited. We all waited and waited and waited and waited. Even January 6th, people said, oh, Trump's going to do something, January 20th. So people, Trump was a great, great entertainer. He was entertainment. Okay, last question. Last yeah. question, doctor. So what's going to, I'm afraid to ask you about it because last time when I asked you, you just predict exactly in the next 10 months, but what's the future for us? Well, this is the future. Um, I did a very interesting video that you can find out. It's up there. Um, look, the future is good does not overcome evil. Okay? Whatever you believe about religion, whether you're a Christian, Hindu, whatever you are, put religion over here for a second, your beliefs. Let's look at the here and the now. The here and the now is good does not overcome evil. If there is a God, I don't think God really, God cares what we do. You know, there's no trust the plan. There's no someone going to come save us. There's no Messiah coming to save us tomorrow. Okay. The only people that can save us is us learning principles, building a bottoms up movement. Right now we're heading in, in my view, we're heading, we are already in a prison. We should look at where we really are. We're in a prison. We're in a, uh, we're in a very wonderfully high security prison. Everything is surveillance. Everything is watched, Right. Um, we don't, they don't have to put us in prison anymore. It's already a prison. 
The issue is how do we escape now? Okay. And if you remember that movie, The Great Escape, great movie, right? Yeah. So what did they do in that movie? They studied, they planned, they figured out how to dig out their tunnels. We need to start, number one, getting educated on scientific principles. You cannot build a bridge without Newton's laws. You cannot build you know, a transformer without Maxwell's equations. You cannot build an airplane without Bernoulli's principles. You cannot build a movement to change the world without scientific principles. That's why we need people to either get educated or they're gonna get further and further enslaved. They're gonna trust this politician, that politician, MAGA party, left party, right party. It's individuals getting educated with scientific principles. And that's why I am so insistent, if people are serious, they should join me Monday evenings, you know, every day, at, uh, every week at three, uh, everyone listening in Pol Poland um, should join it. Anyone who can understand English can join it. We can even translate some of it to Poland. But at 3 p.m., 7 to 10 p.m., we do a course. We teach people these scientific principles, foundations of systems, the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health, why we have to build a bottoms-up movement, but more importantly, why we cannot trust the not-so-obvious establishment. People like this guy Kennedy, right, or Gandhi, or all these people we think helped us, right? Many of these people were used by the establishment to make sure we never built the bottoms-up movement. That's the only way up, but you have to start with the education. So I encourage everyone, you know, to go to, you know, Victory America Shiva, vashiva.com slash join and start really getting serious about learning scientific principles. Otherwise, nothing is going to change. It's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. We're going to lose more freedom. We're going to be denied more truth and we're going to hurt our health. It's truth, freedom and health versus power, profit and control. Dr. Shiva. I did right. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much for your wise words. Thank you. Um, God bless you. God bless you. Be well. Thank you very much for this interview. Okay, be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone, all of you guys listening out there, um, this was a very good uh, conversation we just had with Polish TV. But the central thing is, listen, we have to get serious if we want to actually build something that's very different than the corrupt two-party system. Uh, and it's not starting another party, by the way. It's going to come from us building a bottoms-up movement, but more importantly, from everyone learning the scientific principles. And those scientific principles can only be learned if you are serious about it and you want to take some time to study. If you don't want to take some time to study, and you want to be a bad student, or you think you can just sort of pull this off by, okay, I'm going to now join the Patriot Party. What else is there, John? MAGA Party, it's right? Mainly, it's mainly people are talking about the Patriot Party right now. So. Yeah, so you're, frankly, don't be stupid again, okay? The Patriot Party is another nonsense. You have to understand, you have to understand the physics. And I'm encouraging everyone, it's something you don't have to do it. It's really, frankly, up to you. Um, I, I run it as a course. We have infrastructure to run. You're welcome to join it. But everyone, if you're serious, as you can see, I'm able to see the future and predict these things, not because I'm some, you know, uh, astrologer, it's because I do the homework. I've always been a very good student and you have to be a good student. Life will give you back what you put in. So um, if you go to vashiva.com, um, John, you may just want to bring that over here. I can show, if, I'm going to show people here. If, if everyone goes to vashiva.com and you'll notice that on this website, what we've done is we, we took my personal website. You want to come over here, John, with it? Um, we took my personal website here and we've made it into a portal and we're building it into an amazing portal for all of you to use. You can 
um, literally uh, go to vashiva.com first of all slash join and you can sign up for you can support you can support us i mean uh this is all uh, supported by volunteers a lot of people support it but it, it you know one of the videos you should look for is what is to be done weaponize yourself with the ultimate education then you can contribute we're starting to build our own equivalent of facebook our own equivalent of email on the back end for you for our leaders we're not going to offer it everywhere this is for our people bottoms up who want to help build this movement you can also become a member of the community you can get the book you know systems and revolution you can start understanding these principles how they occur in your body as a system you can then also join for the warrior training you contribute um, i never like to take something for nothing when you support our movement you get access to the entire warrior course you get access to an amazing set of tools okay uh, they're invaluable but when you log in you're given access to a dashboard that I can show you right here. And on this dashboard, we're opening up more and more capabilities where there's featured videos, premium videos. You have tools that you can use, for example, on masks. There's a card here that you can print out and share with your local community, educating them. It's not only learning the science, you can print out this card, which talks about building awareness of masks, the science of masks. As you notice here, it talks about the public health implications of mask wearing, but these are things you can do right in your local community. Um, you also have access to a lot of other tools. There's a forum, uh, we're rolling out uh, texting and social media uh, events, you know, the tool, your body, your system, you get access to system and revolution ebook, uh, the course, but we need to, John, if you can put this back, but everyone, please take time to go to vashiva.com slash join, support what we're doing because this is for you. Um, we need to, it can't just be a few people. We need to generate a movement, but that movement must be, must be founded with scientific knowledge. So it's really up to you. I'm just a, a, a catalyst who's been fortunate to have come to the United States, learned all this knowledge and been able to be a reasonable educator to package so every Monday nights. We do this. So we want to have around 50,000 people worldwide trained. We want to have a team of leaders in every township, every city, where you can learn these principles. And with these tools, you can teach them on your own into your local community. So we can build a bottoms up movement on any issue, medical freedom, election integrity, GMOs, um, you know, digital rights. We're not gonna win this through political parties. If we run for office, you know, go into it wide open that the elections are rigged, okay? They literally are rigged. Until we get rid of these electronic voting machines with that feature, you know, make sure they give us ballot images. You're just fooling yourself. You're just going from reality show one into reality show two. If you want to do that, I have to be very frank with you. Don't, you're stupid, okay? And if you want to be stupid, go for it. But if you want to get smart and you want liberation, then listen to what I'm saying. Start getting educated or be enslaved. That's where we're headed. The, those in power are not dumb. They're quite intelligent. They have lots of resources. But the physics I'm teaching you here is like nuclear physics. They may have a lot, you know, think about, you know, there was a time when we used to burn a lot of wood, right? Billions of trees or millions of trees we used to cut, cut down. And then one guy figured out the right nuclear physics. Einstein figured out if you could hit an atom equals MC squared, a little piece of plutonium like this could generate infinite amount or ton of energy. Well, that is what I've discovered here. These principles are what we need to teach people and to educate people on. It takes me a lot of effort. I do it live every Mondays, right? Three hours, I'm on live. 
uh, and I do it over and over and over again. But we've also put the courses online for you to learn. But you have to do your homework. You have to be a good student. Otherwise, it's just all bullshit. Okay, you're just wasting your time. You're wasting everyone else's time. Forget about the Patriot Party. Forget about the Republican Party. The you know the Libertarian Party. Let's go back to learning the principles of truth, freedom, and health, and educating yourselves, and then building a movement bottoms up, helping your neighbors get educated, beat on all these issues. I will provide you the tools, but you got to come and get educated. Otherwise, nothing's going to happen, guaranteed. Okay. All right. Thank you, everyone. Be well. Be the light. Thank you. Mm -hmm. One second, John.